before we bring Kelly Ward on, I want to play. Let's play. Let's run down those those. Let's play real quick, Ryan. Eighty-two and eighty-three. This is I, I thought highlights from the Martha McSally ad where she announced she's going to uh, run for for president. Um, actually, let's do eighty-one first. Let's do eighty-one and then eighty-three. Eighty-one then eighty-three. Eighty-one. Here is Martha McSally. My friend Martha McSally. She's oh. the real deal. She's tough. Now she likes. Like Trump. our president, I'm tired of PC politicians and their BS excuses. Right. I'm a fighter pilot and I talk like one. Ooh. That's why I told Washington Republicans to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Wow. Sexism. Um, okay, now let's play uh, this one right here. Here we go. After taking on terrorists in combat, the liberals in the Senate won't scare me one bit. Again, she did not want to come on this show. So the terrorists, she took them on. That's not a problem. When I want to ask her questions, eh, Monday, maybe Monday. Just send me an email, Monday, Monday, Monday. Awesome. Well, you know, this is different. Um, I reached out to Kelly Ward's uh, scheduler at 728, and by like 730 or 729, he texts her back, yep, she'll be on. And uh, to react to all this, uh, here is Dr. Kelly Ward, who is running for Senate. Good morning, Kelly. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Garrett. I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, this is I a fantastic done, Friday. I got done at the gym. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing great. Well, thank you. Know what? I'm glad you got you. You're making time. This is what people that want to win do. Uh, we were told by Martha's people that she has a nine o'clock appearance at Tucson. My producer called her at uh, six thirty in the morning, and they said uh, she's just too busy uh, getting makeup on and uh, preparing for the big news conference in two and a half hours. Can't get on the phone. So I want to thank you well, for coming on the show. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and and talk to you and talk to your listeners as usual. What well, did because, you? Because yeah. uh, you know it's important. It's important that two way communication between the people who are um, who are who are being represented and the people who want to represent them is imperative. Yes, I agree. And and if you win, you'll represent me. And, I, and you know that's why you know I'm, I'm able to I talk like to you. I like to say when, when, when. I'm sorry, when. There you go. Yes. Well, did did you see the video that Martha put out? Um, I have not seen it yet. Uh, I I I um I haven't seen the whole thing. So oh, okay. Well, I played I some highlights. Did, were you able to hear the highlights that I played yep. right there? I have only read the story. I haven't actually seen the video. Okay, so well, but did, did you I hear? A, I want you to be able to hear this. Play 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 the sure. uh, play the short one. I oh, know. Play play the long. If you missed it, I'll play it again. Play the eighty one Ryan real quick, where she actually she all of a sudden she loves Trump. Listen to this. Here, hang on. Oh, yeah. My friend Martha McSally. She's the real deal. She's tough. Like our president, I'm tired of PC politicians and their BS excuses. I'm a fighter pilot, hmm. and I talk like one. Oh. That's why I told Washington Republicans to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Wow. So uh, what's your reaction to that? Well, I mean, I think it's funny that she says she's fighting the establishment when she is the establishment. I mean, for goodness sake, the biggest establishment guy, Mitch McConnell, um, you know, is is courting her in her bid to, to join the Senate. So really disingenuous she she definitely is a pretender um she's being conservative we've seen it again and again and again on the campaign trail we saw it with john mccain for nearly four decades we we saw it with john Blake for nearly two decades and now martha mcsally is picking up the mantle of campaign conservatism to try to pull the wool over the eyes of the arizona voters once again so that the establishment can try to maintain their fragile hold on the status quo isn't it interesting how it's almost like she was, I mean, I, I think it's obvious the, the establishment is running the show and they're, they're realizing, man, we, we better sound like Trump, act like Trump, act like we like Trump if we want to win. So all of a sudden, the, the woman that never 
said that she would support Trump, ran from him. We don't even know if she voted for him or not. All of a sudden, he's in her ad, and all of a sudden, who's she's never been PC or anything in her life, uh, or not PC, she announces that she'll say anything, do anything, mentions the, the word BS, and, uh, and tries to act so tough. It's like, it's like this is tailor-made to what people want to hear. Is it not? Oh, yes. I mean, it, it definitely is. She's acting like she's been deployed to Washington, D.C., and it's just silly. Um, you know, she's been there, you know, for, for several years. She hasn't gotten a lot done. Republicans didn't get a lot done until Donald Trump got there and took the, took the lead and pushed them um, to go towards this America First agenda. And they've been fighting it at every step of the way. I mean, look, look at McConnell. He's He's really fought the America First agenda, which is which is a shame. I hope he does shape up his act and get you know get on the ball so that we can secure the border, we can stop illegal immigration, um, this you know get rid of Obamacare for goodness sake. It's uh, it's interesting that she's pretending to be an ally of President Trump when she refused to report to support him. She refused to support him in the election. She really undermined him as president over time, up until October 25th, 2017, because October 24th was the day that Jeff Flake decided he wasn't going to seek re-election. After that day, she suddenly became, um, she, she changed from never-Trumper to, uh, you know, Trumper extraordinaire. And I think, I think people see through that. I think so, too. Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. Uh, before we talk to Trump and what he did yesterday, which I thought was great, uh, just one more thing about the ad, uh, because I'm not a person that gets offended. Um, it doesn't bother me. Now, I'm not going to say I'm not offended by her getting sexist in the ad uh, by her saying that I told a bunch of lawmakers to grow some ovaries and solve the problem. But I'm not saying it's sexist because I don't care. But what do you think the reaction would be if somebody looked at Martha and said, you know what, why don't you grow some stones and solve the problem? Wouldn't that be a bit much right there? You'd, do you think she's over the line in saying what she said? Well, you know, I mean, I think she's a typical D.C., Washington insider politician who's trying to reinvent herself into some model that she thinks people want for the next political campaign. What I've heard is that she saw an opportunity in this election, and she was looking for her next big thing. I'm looking for the next big thing for the American people and the people of Arizona. I am so confident in our campaign because Martha is Blake, Jeff Blake 2.0. If you like Jeff Flake, you're going to like Martha. But if you didn't like Jeff Flake, like nearly 60% of the Republican electorate, um, you're going to reject her. I think that, that Republicans all across Arizona are rejecting that brand of politics in exchange for someone who is a leader, someone who um, is able to go to Washington and build the coalitions that are necessary to build the wall, to stop illegal immigration. Uh, you know, all of all of those things that we've been crying out for for year after year after year. You know, Martha says that, you know, she's got courage for this, that, and the other thing. Well, I mean, courage obviously is important, but it actually takes leadership. And that's what I'm bringing to the table is a proven history of leadership and getting things done. And I think uh, that's what we're going to see in this election. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to the battle. Well, uh, Kelly Ward's on KNST AIM 790. Before we get to the DACA bill that Trump rejected yesterday, which I thought was awesome. Um, one thing, Trump, I, the media, they're trying. They're, I think what happened yesterday, you tell me, you know, this whole alleged controversy, made up controversy about Trump saying, what are we doing allowing people here from S-hole countries? Uh, I think it's called everyday Americans say, why are we going to bring poor people in that 
that are going to be supported by taxpayers to do jobs that Americans are willing to do, which drives down wages for everybody else. Um, Trump denies he ever said that. I think that these guys realized, uh, these six uh, senators, that Trump is not going to be broken. He wants everything yeah. that he wants, and they just want to try to smear him to make him look bad to try to get the public on their side. Um, what's your take on this whole thing that Trump denies that he says, uh, S-hole countries, and Dick Durbin says, no, he did, he did. Well, I mean, you know, I think Trump speaks bluntly, and I think probably every guy in that room speaks bluntly, yep. and they want to, you know, they like to try to use it against each other. That also is a typical D.C. ploy, because um, what we're seeing is people are coming to this country with that, and they're not adding any economic benefit. Now, John McCain and Teddy Kennedy did that to us with their immigration reform. Whenever they changed our immigration system from a merit-based system, where people came into our country who were going to add to the country economically, yep. help the country to prosper, as well as help them individually to prosper. Um, and we changed it to a family chain migration, family reunification style immigration system. Uh, it is the, the percentage of people who come into this country now who are able to support themselves is very, very, very low. And it's unfair to them and it's unfair to the American citizen and the American taxpayer. Because what we should be doing is exporting free market capitalism to those countries that are struggling so that all of their boats will rise. We certainly don't have the resources to import people from every country that are, that are having problems with war and violence and gangs and poverty. We have to teach them what made us so great so that they can have it there where they share the language and the culture and the food and they can be prosperous at home when they come here it's very very difficult for them and it's very very difficult for us yes it is uh so i don't know if you heard saw the details jeff they were it's hard to find some jeff flake with this <clears throat> daca bill that trump rejected uh it was going to uh, offer a pathway to citizenship for daca recipients after a 12-year conditional period uh, people from uh, uh, El Salvador, Haiti, they would be part of the diverse visa lottery so it wouldn't go away. It was not going to end chain migration, and it was only going to give $1.8 billion for the wall instead of $18 billion. They actually right. went to right. Trump and Wait. thought it was going to be you know, approved. Yes, and Garrett, I mean, don't forget, they also had a provision in there, I believe, to offer a, a, a safe safety, basically like a DACA for the parents right. of the illegal alien children that were brought here against their will by their parents um, who apparently don't need to follow our laws. Mm. And so, the, I mean, I think the bill that, that the Gang of Six, you know, the, anything that, that's related to the Gang of Eight, Gang of Six, or really that has Jeff Flake or Martha McSally associated with it, probably should be crumpled up and we should go back to the drawing board. I have an op-ed in the Arizona Republic today. I hope people will read it because it talks about the wall, not DACA. We have got to, first and foremost, build that wall. We've got to fund it. We've got to build it. And then, only then, can we start talking about any kind of permanent solution for the DACA population. We have been fooled before by this bait and switch that the liberals and the establishment try to pull every single time. You know, my campaign chair, Ed Rollins, uh, he was the campaign manager for Ronald Reagan, just so that your, your listeners understand. He said that President Reagan's biggest regret was that he granted amnesty and then trusted Congress to secure the border. Uh, it's a big regret for all of us because we're still suffering under it now. And so we can't let that happen again. We've got to build the wall. We've got to hold a hard line. And we have to let these amnesty-loving, open borders people like Martha, like Jeff, uh, we have to push them um, to, the, to the back. We can't let them be the big voice in the media. We can't let them 
uh, try to brainwash people into thinking that the population actually all wants to solve DACA. They all want to solve it in a different way. Some people want, uh, you know, deportation. Other people want massive citizenship for all of them. So there are lots of, of ways that people might want to solve DACA, but we can't allow it to be the amnesty route. President Trump promised the Angel families. He promised the victims of illegal alien crime that there would be no amnesty. So he has to honor that, and we have to build the wall. Uh, Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790 right now. And uh, just, just real quick, uh, a couple more things. I don't want to ask about Kirsten Cinema as well. Uh, but uh, Trump scared people. And we talked about this a couple days ago. He scared people. Uh, I wasn't scared. I knew he was just doing art of the deal and playing the game. Uh, but he, you know, you bring me a bill, I'll sign anything you want, blah, blah, blah. And people actually, some Trump supporters actually believed him and got scared and thought he was folding. And then yeah. they brought him something and he flat out rejected it. I mean, does that not say that, you know, he's trying to do the art of the deal to you and he's going to get a good deal for the American people? I, I think that he's going to be very conscientious about what he what he signs. I, you know, I, I can't act in, ha- uh, you know, I don't know hypothetically what he will do or what he won't do. But, um, you know, certainly he's the, the most powerful man in the world, and he's not going to approach this flippantly. It's going to be, you know, something that honors what he said on the campaign trail, honors what the people elected him to do, which is build the wall and stop illegal immigration without granting amnesty. And, uh, you know, I think that we have, have a, still a lot of work to do ahead of us. I was very, very heartened that um, once the actual bill language from, from McSally and her, her um, colleagues in the House started to come out, and you could actually see the language rather than the talking points that they were floating among the media, Donald Trump immediately um, you know, said, no, that, that bill's no good, Jeff Flake's bill's no good, we still have to go back to the drawing board. And I'm more than willing to put the work in so that we can get the right deal for the American people. America first deal. I'm sorry. You know what? One thing that uh, I noticed in your, in your op-ed, I want to ask you about one thing you talk about and people, my listeners clamor for, but it's not brought up a lot by politicians, ending birth tourism, uh, yes. 14th Amendment, uh, anchor yes. babies. What, what would you like to see done with that? Well, I mean, I don't think there is another country in the world that allows people who broke their laws to come to their country and then be blessed with an American citizen or a citizen of whatever country's child who gets all of the rights and privileges of that citizenship. And so we've got to really look at it. I was talking to a friend who owns a a furnished condominium in Scottsdale, and she rents it out, and she went over to meet the new occupants, and she was kind of surprised because the, the lady that was there was very, very pregnant. She's a physician. She's from Canada. And, um, and, and so the lady that owns the condo said, you know, well, what's, what's going on? Are you here for some testing? Or what's, oh, no, I'm just here to have my baby in the United States. This is a well-off woman who um, wants to have an American citizen child. Wow. And, you know, and then there are, it goes across the spectrum. I, there was just a story, I'm not sure where it was printed. I have it on my Facebook page, Kelly Ward AZ, if people want to check it out, about uh, birth tourism from China where they, I mean, there's some visa fraud going on in that endeavor, too. Basically, there are luxury hotels that were bringing people from other countries, uh, pregnant women, so that they can have American citizen children. They they advertise uh, that there's 13 years of free education, free health care, all kinds of social benefits if you just come here and have your child. And so those kinds of things are, you know, the American citizen is tired of of that kind of interpretation of our laws. So we've got some clarification that needs to be done, and I'm more than willing 
do do that clarification. That's great. Uh, last one for me. Uh, Congresswoman Kirsten Sinem is the only, well, is the big name Democrat uh, that is running for Senate. And she voted against the tax reform. Are you just licking your chops? Because by, you know, <laughs> by, in a few months, it's going to be even better than what it is right now. I mean, how, oh, yeah. I mean, are you, are you just excited to basically just own her when it comes to oh, yeah. her bad vote? Yes. I mean, she is, she is an extremely liberal, left-leaning, progressive Democrat who doesn't think that the, the citizens of Arizona need more money in their pockets. She doesn't trust the, the Arizona citizen to spend their money better than the government does. And just like every Democrat. And so, um, you know, I, I look forward to the, the general election between Kirsten and me. It's, uh, it's going to be, you know, a battle. But the people of Arizona definitely, you know, they don't want Obamacare. She was the ambassador for Obamacare here in our state. She, you know, she is for higher taxes. She's for gun control. She is for abortion on demand, even as the child is, you know, being born. All of those things are are not what Arizona values. And so I look forward to that general election coming up, you know, after this primary finishes up. That's right. Listen, Kelly, thank you for making the time this morning. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's a heck of a morning. And uh, and again, I, uh, I'm i glad that you are a person in the race that wanted to uh, to come on the show. Have, I hope you have a great weekend. And I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks, Garrett. I hope everybody will join me at kellyward.com or kellywardaz on social media. Fantastic. All right, have a great uh, weekend. You too.